the Bible Study Podcast, episode 881. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Zechariah with chapter 3. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We continue on with our study of Zechariah. Zechariah, this prophet who has these very vivid visions. And we get another one today, clean garments for the high priest. Then he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan standing at his right side to accuse him. The Lord said to Satan, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is not this man a burning stick snatched from the fire? Now Joshua was dressed in filthy clothes as he stood before the angel. The angel said to those who were standing before him, Take off his filthy clothes. Then he said to Joshua, See, I have taken away your sin, and I will put fine garments on you. Then I said, Put a clean turban on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head and clothed him, while the angel of the Lord stood by. The angel of the Lord gave this charge to Joshua. This is what the Lord Almighty says. If you will walk in obedience to me and keep my requirements, then you will govern my house and have charge of my courts, and I will give you a place among these standing here. Listen, High Priest Joshua, you and your associates seated before me, who are men symbolic of things to come. I am going to bring my servant the branch. See the stone I have set in front of Joshua. There are seven eyes on that one stone, and I will engrave an inscription on it, says the Lord Almighty, and I will remove the sin of this land in a single day. In that day, each of you will invite your neighbor to sit under your vine and fig tree, declares the Lord Almighty. So we get, interestingly enough, this introduction of Satan here. Now, if you look in the Old Testament, We obviously had the serpent in the garden, although Satan is not used as a name for that servant. And so we get some sense of an adversary. And Satan is a word that literally means adversary. We can see Satan here is an accuser. And we get the accuser here also in the book of Job. But really in the Old Testament, we don't hear a lot about Satan. If you go back and you look through the various books, we don't see, for instance, in the prophets, a lot of places, this this uh, adversary, this person who is whispering bad ideas in our head, all of the things that we understand from Satan is mostly understood later in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. And this is one of those places where we get this vision here of Satan, the accuser. And so Joshua, the high priest here, is being accused. He's dressed in filthy clothes, and these filthy clothes here are really a outward sign of an inward problem, and the problem is sin. And so he is told to take off his filthy clothes as he is taking off his sin, as God is forgiving him and putting on fine garments. And the idea here is that with these fine garments, that something new has happened, that God has forgiven Joshua of his sin and clothed him in white. And we always get this this symbol here of the white garments, the garments that have been cleaned beyond what any fuller could brighten. Fuller's those who cleaned clothes and made them white. And and that is an image that is used of sin in the Bible. And it isn't because if we wear white clothes, we are sinless. And if we wear dark clothes, we have sinned. But it's being used as this cleansing 
there's this metaphor for cleansing here. And so he puts a clean turban on his head. And I, I want to pause here for a second and say, we don't often picture that the people of God in this time period in Israel are Middle Eastern people. But we do get this picture here in this chapter and in many other places of the priests wearing a turban. And it should just give us pause a little bit here that when we think of Christianity, those of us who are in the West tend to think of it as a Western thing, as a Western religion, but it really is coming out of the East and that the Jewish people are in, are in Middle Eastern people. And so the priest wearing a turban shouldn't be a surprise to us. And if it is, then maybe we have seen a few too many of those paintings from the Middle Ages here of a very Western-looking Jesus and a very Western-looking prophets and apostles and things like that. And we may have forgotten the historic roots here of where these people come from. And then the angel of the Lord comes and says "If this, this promise here that if you walk in obedience with me, if you govern my house, if you have charge of my courts, I will give you a place of standing here. And basically, if you were obedient to me going forward, we're putting behind us all the things that happened before. Again, the, the setting for Zechariah is and I, sometimes I say Zechariah. Really, I'm trying to say Zechariah. So Zechariah is right here after the Babylonian captivity. And so it's this, this fresh start again. And with Joshua, the high priest, we're getting again a vision here of this fresh start that God is giving. I'm taking your sin, all of that sin that got you off into captivity, and I'm putting it aside. I'm forgiving you. But again, let's remember what got you there was disobedience. So let's walk in obedience. Okay, And then you can govern my house and have a place here standing here. So your position as high priest is conditional on you being obedient. And then this is this real key verse here that the men standing here, the associates seated before you, who are men symbolic of things to come. I'm going to bring my servant the branch. And when I read that, I certainly see the branch from the stem of Jesse. The one who is coming, the Messiah, the one who is coming from the line of David, who will set things right. See, the stone, the stone I have set in front of Joshua. And of course, I think of the stone the builders rejected. It doesn't say that here. There are seven eyes on that one stone. Well, seven tends to be a number in numero numerology of the Bible as a completeness thing. So this seven eyes might be someone who sees things completely. And I will engrave an inscription on it. A remove of the the sin of this land in a single day. Well, for those of us who are living on this side of Good Friday, it's easy for us to see what the prophet Zechariah might be talking about. Because we do remember a single day, or at least we have been told of a single day, when God did the work through Jesus on the cross that removed our sin through that one act for all people for all time. And in that day, you will invite your neighbor to sit under your vine and fig tree. For those of you who are fans of the musical Hamilton, the phrase, you're sitting under your own vine and your own fig tree may be familiar. It comes from the song One Last Time, but it first came from the book of Zechariah and two other places in the Old Testament uh, from First Kings and also from the prophet Micah that we will get to. And it is this picture of peace here, this picture of everyone sitting under their own vine and their own fig tree is a picture of peace. Uh, one of the other places, and no one shall make them afraid. 
And George Washington actually used to quote that quite often in his correspondence as he went back to Mount Vernon and could sit under his own vine and his own fig tree, that he could retire from that time that period when he was either filled with the fray of politics or when he was out as a general, as he was in the middle of war. And so in that day, you will invite your neighbor to sit under your vine and fig tree is both a picture here of peace and also here a picture of community. The community is being restored in this time of peace that is coming after that day in which the, the sin of the land is removed in a single day. And praise God that we live in a time period where we can think of a single day where God did that great and glorious work. And with that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Hello, I'm Adam Comer. And I'm Ryan Chittister. And we are the host of Life After Addiction Podcast. What we believe is that addiction is not a surprise to God. That's right. We discuss addiction from a biblical worldview and how true freedom comes through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Absolute freedom from addiction. The secular worldview of once an addict, always an addict is just not true. If you or someone you love struggles with addiction, subscribe to Life After Addiction at lifeaudio.com.